Welcome to the SQL podcast, episode 60, the secret to wild, passionate sex life that that's full of variety. P.S. Don't have sex if you're happy. I'm going to be breaking that down a little bit, but welcome. This is If this is your first time, I'm here with my main man, Lusty Burger. Hey, Andrew. How's it going? Good, mate. It's going to be a massive episode today. So if you're the first time tuning in, sometimes I'm just here speaking about sex by myself and just masturbating in my basement. Or what I do is I bring on some really awesome guests and people just to share their thoughts just about life and sex, which is amazing. So I've got a really good, um, incredible person today um, with me, sitting right next to me, actually. We're actually just sitting at his beach house and we're just like having a good good yarn. I thought, why not get him on? But before I um, really introduce him, I just want to let you know a little bit what's going on with SQL lately because a lot of people ask, if you don't know what SQL is, SQL is short for Sexual Quantum Leap and you can go check out sexualquantumleap.com. Also, what you can do is, um, yeah, just go and check out the um, YouTube channel. We just released that lately, so there's so much going on. So we've got a YouTube channel that just got released. We've got a new website that will be released very shortly and then we've got like three massive events next year. We'll be in Poland, we will also be in US, and then we'll be coming back to Australia. So three huge events called Ignite, which is a three-day event. Um, It's going to give you the sexual... Um, it's going to give you the sex uh, that you never had. Like it's sorry, it's a sexual education that you never had. And then we got the mastery program as well. That's a five-day intense retreat. So there's a lot of things going on at the moment with with SQL. Just go check out the website and go check out other things if you'd like to do that. But I want to get straight into this um, podcast today with a very special guest here. Now, I have known Lusty Burger for a very, very long time and this man, might I add, is an incredible human being. I have seen him from the start of his journey of like suffering with premature ejaculation, being a shy, introverted guy who watched a ton of porn and he thought he was destined to not have any sex for the rest of his life and basically end up with one maybe just um Italian wife and then just be fucking miserably upset because he didn't choose her. It was a kind of just bestowed upon him and that was his fate. When we when I came into his life, I'm like, fuck that. You're gonna have choice, you're gonna have great sex and you're gonna have a life full of meaning and purpose and all that stuff. And if you're here for the first time just tuning in, remember this podcast is also about being the best you ever had inside and outside the bedroom and then also making men men again and leaving women better and wetter so it's not just one thing it's a culmination of stuff so in a second i'm going to shut the fuck up and let lusty take the stage because he's not just an incredible human being in regards to just what he does with um his sex life and women but he's also an incredible human being in regards to who he is deep down at his core so it's an absolute pleasure to have him here and lusty burger i'd love to hear I'd love you to explain to the um, listeners today all about your story because it's absolutely a phenomenal story, man. Yeah, well, sort of looking back now, I can give appreciation to w- where I was, especially around the time that I met you. Basically, how I met Andy was at a, another company's free event quite a while ago. I did a bit of work with them, but at the time, I sort of got in the game because I'd never really done anything with a girl. I had one bad experience when I was 15 where some fat chick at a party kind of <laughs> pushed herself down on me and forced me to make out with her. And then after that, I was, I was a little bit scared to talk to girls or do anything. And I always had these wild dreams and imaginations and w- wanting to do things, but I never had any idea what to do. And... um I think watching a lot of porn, especially from a young age, 
always worrying about if my parents are going to hear. I had very, very good listening skills in my room. I know exactly what every single noise means and exactly where every single person is positioned in the house because of that. So, What do you, what do you mean, just in case your parents would... Uh, just so I'd know exactly when my parents are walking, so I'd know just in case they were about to come in inside the room. So when's the best time to jerk off? Yeah, when's the best time to jerk off, or when when I should get worried and maybe quickly minimize the tab and put my cock back in my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, also, before we continue with Lawrence's story, um, what we want to do is we want to like I just want to let you guys know well, I'm actually going up to Brisbane no Gold Coast soon and I'll be running a sex party up there so there's a lot that's happening for SQL moving forward so and as I said podcasts out every single week three a week and then yeah having great guys like this but please continue yeah so basically from there a friend of mine introduced me to the game so started studying that a whole heap didn't really do anything for about two or three years. Just read a whole heap of contact, content. Took no action whatsoever. I was absolutely petrified to do anything. So that's sort of why I ended up going to this other company to try and get things sorted. But one one of the best things about going to one of the free events was meeting this guy right next to me. Although even at, at the start, I sort of saw him walk into the event. And I was like, who's this tall, skinny, long-haired Bogan looking guy and he probably looked at me he's, he's this smart ass little short Italian fat cunt sort of thing <laughs> that's pretty much that's exactly how it was <laughs> my mate it was love it was love at first sight but yeah so basically then Andy decided to try and network with a few people and started this Sunday session and we, we sort of got to know each other and at the time I was running my own photography business always been a bit entrepreneurial running different side hustles and everything um, with anything that I do so I just offered to do a little bit of filming and and photography for him and, but I said hey I don't know why but there's there's something where I, I can trust that you got you know where you're going can you just help me get like my shit sorted help me out with my dating life with my sex life and basically I, I remember this day extremely clearly we're at Nando's he sat me down he looked me deep in the eye and said one you're fat and you need to lose weight Two, you hang around with shit people. You need better friends. And three, you have an ego. You need to drop your ego. It, it crossed me. I cried a little bit, but the journey that continued was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. No, nothing's changed. <laughs> everyone everyone thinks I'm like a brutal motherfucker. It's like, I only do it with love. I was like, I just want to tell you the truth. I remember you, him crying and being upset, but he goes, I'm like, I really want you to film. I really want you to film with me. And I go, he goes, I'll help you with the dating stuff and at that time I was talking a bit more dating and all this other stuff, the sex stuff, the dating, this lifestyle and he goes, cool, he's like, he goes, you just looked at me like, I don't know why I trust this motherfucker but I do and then I'm like, hey, let's let's do it and he goes, yeah, but I never forget that that time when I said that, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're fat, like straight up, you're fat, yeah, fuck, you're fat, um, you just hang around shit cunts and then you, you have a massive ego, you could just tell, he's like, Jesus, no one's ever been this this blunt with me but he's like he kind of knew because you know deep down when stuff's going on as well so it was good that he took it on board I'm like yeah he didn't, what, what were you going to say? I was saying yeah just, you basically just identify people's bullshit that they sort of tell themselves and just sort of cut them out of it and you know it's very it's basically on point and to the truth that's why it hits home so hard but you at the same time know is what you need to hear 
Yeah, it was insane. And then all of a sudden, we're like, all right, cool. And then I remember sitting him down. I don't, I don't know why. I've done this with people before. My like, dude, I go, Lusty Burger. That's the, that's the nickname. I go, stick with me, my man. He goes, what do you mean? I go, stick with me. Because you stick with me, I promise you, you're going to have the most crazy experiences in life that were only like you, you'll be dreaming of. And he looked at me like, I don't know to believe him, but you know what? Fuck, what else I got to lose kind of vibe. So then he goes, yeah, cool. And that was the start and the end of this man's life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So but basically from there, we just did so many things. Any mentor that Andy brought on board, you know, I was, I was on there too. He taught me heaps and heaps of things. One of the biggest issues I had was um, with premature ejaculation. I remember it was probably all the porn use and me being worried. So I was training for a sprint, not a marathon, as Andy's mentioned many times. But yeah, like even my first sexual experience um, at the very start was basically, I was always scared to sort of pull the trigger with girls, especially bring them to the bedroom, all that sort of thing. And so I had one where she sort of escalated sexually on me and sort of jumped on top of me, but I wasn't really ready. And yeah, it's like, as soon as my sort of, cock went inside her. I just felt this urge to ejaculate so I had to like throw her off quickly pulled my pants back up and it came in my pants and then just sort of awkwardly and embarrassing embarrassingly walked home and that was sort of my first sexual experience so if, if you can kind of top, top that you, you're doing well yeah and the sad part is that like as much as it's kind of like funny now looking back on it at the same time it's some of those moments really define our sexual our sexual future and what we do in the future, it's like, holy fuck, I had this experience. And then you, I hear a lot of guys like, go, I'm having all these problems. I don't want to do this shit again. Yeah, exactly. Like for me, it was a bit crushing at the time. And I was still, I still had this drive to go out and meet girls. And it might have just been that I enjoyed the validation while I was going out and talking to them. But I still had that fear of bringing them back to the bedroom. So I never really escalated or tried to bring the interactions any further or try to really learn to push to the next level just because I had that fear and I was lacking that confidence. Yeah, escalating, just basically being, taking it to a sexual realm where it's like it's easy just to talk platonic about bullshit with a chick but then when you like, let's ramp this up and start being sexual, that's when a lot of guys have like that fear of like that rejection, what's going to happen, am I am I going to be good enough, things like, am I going to be good enough for her, what happens if I don't know what I'm doing, shit like this, and yeah, with the premature ejaculation, I just had a conversation with a client today, and I remember him talking about his um stuff that was going on for him, he's like, oh, I got premature ejaculation, the guy was 29 years old, and this has been happening his whole life, his whole life, because since I can remember, and at least 50% of the people who, men, have premature ejaculation, because you said it's the porn, um, porn use, uh, how porn use, and anxiety as well. I'd say anxiety is um, linked to it as well. And the big one is like, yeah, the porn is a big one, and then also the way that you're masturbating. That's the two main things as well. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, g- going on from that, basically meeting a lot of Andy's mentors. We did a um, Black Dragon course, which was amazing. Sort of got got me on the first step of tantra and a lot of learning and i think one of the main takeaways i got from tantra was just with that lasting longer uh, just different exercises learning about energy learning how to move it through my body Um, but one of the amazing things with having andy there along with the course is that we could throw back ideas at each other and just sort of learn and just really push each other Mm. oh definitely it was like, it's been great because Lawrence has seen me at the start of this journey as well. And 
as I said, it's been awesome as much as I was like a friend and mentor in regards to this. He's also been there since the very start of this when it was like, how is this going to even happen? Like, holy moly, like back in the day, it wasn't always like SQL isn't like this, like the international company traveling around the world and teaching guys and online products. It wasn't, it wasn't always like this. Like, you want to give him a bit of a backstory of like how it was back in the day with all this stuff? Um, basically, you know, I was just sort of helping you out, sort of saying, yep, yeah, we had a bit of an arrangement where you were helping me out and I was just helping you out with the filming and everything, but it was basically you just living at your parents' house and driving some car that I remember breaking down and had to call the tow truck with you and (laughs) it wasn't probably all, all roses and stuff, but I just remember seeing your drive and your dedication just to get this thing happening as much as it, yeah. These things, they take time and a lot of people, they try for a little bit and then they give up. But right, I've seen you through thick and thin and just how hard you've pushed and you've never given up and that's how you've gone to where you are today. Yeah, I, see, I just see it. A lot of guys like think, oh, okay, SQL was just formed like this. I'm like, hang on a second. What about the times when I got arrested for drugs? What about the times when I was like, I had nothing? What about the time when I had to borrow money because I couldn't even get put $50 in my car for fuel, shit like this. What about the times when I had all these women like reject me when I was out there meeting them? What about all the times when I was like ha- ha- being sexually rejected or not knowing what I was doing, go to these fucking epic sex um, events and then not knowing what the, f- like sometimes not knowing what the fuck was going on. Like trial, trial through fire, going back to the mentors, blood, sweat and tears as, and then all the times that um, Lusty and I had all these like sexual experiences with these women together. Like we'll get into that stories later. Jeez, it's just feels like a blur of just insanity with the amount of craziness that actually ensued in such a like it feels like a short amount of time but it's been we actually calculated today our friendship really has lasted hmm, since he, you were 19 yeah about 19 i'm turning 27 next week so Oof. so almost eight years eight years together jeez so Let's talk about this, man. Let's really break it down about like where you started and like what your headspace was when you were going through like all the premature ejaculation stuff and and watching a ton of porn. Yeah, well, I never really knew that there was a way out. I thought I was just sort of broken or something that maybe I had to go see a doctor or a medical professional for. Um, I was always sort of scared of doing that anyway. Like I'd hear advertisements on the radio saying, I'll use this spray and stuff, but... It didn't really sink with me. I was like, come on, there's, I mustn't be broken. There must be something that I need to do or gain some sort of experience or learn something where I can get past this. Just naturally, I wasn't going to be finding this thing for my whole life. So, Did you go to the doctor? Did, you, did they tell you? I didn't go to the doctor. I was sort of scared of doctors at that point in time being overweight and everything as well. So I never really visited the doctor. Um, but yeah, I, was, I just felt a little bit lost and like there was no real path or anything. I, th- I thought I was just sort of stuck stuck in that just to be sort of a one-pump chump and watch porn the rest of my life. Yeah, that's that's crazy because as Lusty said, he was like, yo, he's um, he was a young dude. It's like, and the thing is, he's such a nice guy and the thing is a lot of chicks would like take that for weakness and try and walk all over him and he did have women walk all over him. It's like... It's like it's kind of you're coming from like the like the most intense background. Like you're, you're. He was like he was overweight, watched a lot of porn, didn't have like a lot of self esteem in that respect. In going out there meeting meeting women, then he's like having sexual anxiety, and then he pushes past all of this, like pushed past all this, got through all that, 
And like, it's what, like, what the fuck is your excuse when listening to this? It fucking is crazy for me to see that transformation. And the thing is, I've seen the dude cry, break down, have so many multiple, multiple stories, like so many failures. But the thing is, he didn't stop. And now he um, implements this in his life, in business and every other area of life. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. And it's just incredible to see how like he where he came from and where it's sad because you, you've seen it as well how many guys like at all the retreats and the events you've come to they're just like in that same place and they're not willing to really like oh no sorry when they start at this they're going they don't, they don't think there's hope or you might be listening to this and might not think there's hope and you go you're stuck having premature ejaculation but before i go any further talking about when you had the went to the doctor i went i met this guy um once and he told me we actually know he's a buddy of ours and he went to the doctor when he was younger and the doctor said you fucked and basically just take pills for the rest of your life for your premature ejaculation and then he goes yeah you're gonna have to like there's no cure it's only maintenance which is bullshit yeah exactly like i I didn't actually physically go to the doctor but from just reading up i thought you know the the only way forward was to take pills or use desensitizing creams um and sprays and all that yeah but i I didn't really yeah i've I've never been the mentality to ever really want to do that even just with my own health goals and everything i've never really wanted to take any sort of medication or anything like that i've always wanted to find a different way and do things and hit the root of it rather than trying to mask the symptoms 100% 100% and if you're a guy listening to this and you have premature if you have premature ejaculation struggling to get it up or keep it up I'm telling you it is all psychological go listen to the interview I did with Dr. John Martini. absolutely incredible interview we did did there really breaks down the scientific understanding about all that and then you will start to get more alleviation going you're not fucked up you're not broken you're not going to be stuck in your basement unless you want to play World of Warcraft for the rest of your life and that's a different story but if you actually want to get past this shit and really make it happen i'm telling you reach out say hey because you know what i don't want you to be in the position where you might be thinking i have so much shame i have so much guilt i have so much anxiety in the bedroom because you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you don't you you get told by medical professionals who are just truly trying to make a dollar out of and then there's all the fucking affiliate systems with the pharmaceuticals and shit like this it's fucking crazy yeah, and I think even just not knowing what to do in the bedroom sort of increased that that premature ejaculation as well. I, d- I did find probably... Oh, I was a bit of a one-pump chump for maybe the first five or six women that I slept with. And the reason why I probably slept with five or six women is because when you're a bit of a one-pump chump, sometimes they uh, don't really want to come back and see you again, so you have to go out and <laughs> find a new girl and all that. But um, so sort of one of the things that gave me a real sort of push to start doing a lot better was just sort of doing breath and energy exercises and I was with one girl and I just sort of took out a challenge not to come for 60 days and still had sex nearly every day but wasn't allowed to come and I think yeah I I tried a whole heap of things before that and read a whole heap of different things on the internet but I think it's also having that sort of drive and that relentless like I want to get this sorted just to keep going through and sometimes you have to work in extremes like I, I never really what i found looking back i never really do anything half-assed always go in extremes so it's over one extreme or another but once i've got my sort of eyes on something or my teeth sunk into something i hit it really hard and i think that's sometimes the mentality that you have to go in with this is like hey i really want to get on top of this i'm going to do whatever it takes 
to get it sorted. Did you did you last the sixty days? Yeah, I lasted sixty days. Oh. Oh, good hustle. What was the difference when you didn't? Because this is going into a different topic, but like, what was it for you when you were like going through that experience? At the start, it was for me. It was a bit of blue balls, just because I wasn't fully. I was still learning how to do the different exercises and becoming aware with energy and getting that feeling in my body, but it also taught me about it. So there was a lot of times where I was like, oh, stuff, I'm going to give up. My balls are fucking hurting. But then at the same time, I was like, nah, I can't really do anything anyway because my balls are hurting. So I'll just go dump them in some ice and that sort of helped. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just sort of taught me just to really relax and slow down. And I had to start really slow. Like the girl I was with, it's like literally I'd have to just slowly go in and just sort of hold it there and it, it it was slow going at the start um but i just kept pushing through and it just slowly got better i just slowly building up like hey you know the next couple of days might have been like hey i could do a couple of strokes and then take a bit of a break then just slowly built it up and then i just saw the progression in it and i was just like hey you know i did five minutes today without feeling the need to come and then it was more like hey i did like you know 10 minutes a couple of weeks later sort of thing so that's how i just sort of slowly built built it up and I wasn't hard on myself or anything. It was just, it is what it is. And I just sort of focused on where my arousal levels were and just really focused in my body and on my breath. Yeah, you made, you made, you made some good points, man, about your, your own sexuality, how you're just like slowing down. A lot of guys, what, even for you, you're like thinking, oh, quick sex is what, put cock in pussy and quickly do it and get home done with it where you're like, you have to focus on relaxing and going slower. Yeah, exactly. And I think also with just my own sort of past poor experiences and, anxiety and also some of the pressure i put on myself to you know get a girl in the bedroom and all that sort of thing it's like quick get it done get it over and done with so you know this uncomfortable thing is gone and i can go back and get rid of the girl and then go watch some porn and fall asleep sort of thing oh it's devastating when t when guys like go you know i can't get it up or i come too quickly then they all of the guys like go i'm gonna bust it up too quick with this chick they'll go bust out two or three nuts or maybe even with just one before a chick comes over just because there's so much pressure of like they have to they have to do this like mac daddy performance and stuff like that which is even as i said it's gonna fuck you up if you're thinking you have to perform instead of going you know what i'm gonna give myself permission just to like just enjoy this experience and that's a big thing did you find that a big thing for you as well yeah, and one of the other big things was just sort of giving the girl a bit of a experience. Like everyone talks about foreplay and you have your traditional methods of foreplay, but really diving in deeper and just doing some of the sequences that you teach and just some of the other things around it. It's, it's like the whole sort of the seduction in the bedroom starts before you even reach the bedroom sometimes, especially if it's with a girl that you're with and it's not just some girl that you pulled at a club, but someone that you know, you're dating or you've been with for a while. It's like... You know, the whole seduction of that can even start from either lunchtime or dinner time, even if you don't have sex until 10, 11 o'clock at night. Mm, yeah, for sure. Well, that's... It's crazy. Yeah, sex starts before you open your mouth. For guys like, no, it starts when I put the tip in. No, that doesn't, buddy. It doesn't start when you t- um, put the tip in at all. It starts when you meet her, you say hi, and she just feels your sexual presence. So, yeah, good point. Um, So, did you ever, like... Fast forwarding a little bit, like, so what happened in between, like, because you're, like, applying a lot of this stuff, you met some girls and you're doing this, of course, we're not going to say specific names, but what was the, some really turning moments for you in your, like, sexual, in your sexual learnings, man? Yeah, so, like I said, that 60-day challenge was probably, you know, the biggest accelerator for me, and then just after that, just sort of keep, keep 
I just kept on applying and then sort of started branching out into different things past vanilla sex as well. Just sort of even just having an understanding. Um, like even the guy that coined my name Lusty, <laughs> which was one of your big mentors back in the day, more on the sort of dominance and um, yeah, a bit more on that BDSM round. But it, even if you're not into that or don't want to do any of the more kinkier stuff with, you know, whips or chains and whatever else the song says that it goes. Whips and chains excite me. Come yeah, on. <laughs> that's the one. But it, just learning some of the principles behind that, just between the dominance and just holding your own as a man and just sort of bringing out that masculine, raw sexual energy and just being able to really connect with that as well. And then you're sort of letting go of all the bullshit you're telling yourself in your head. Mm. What was a lot of bullshit going on in your head? Was there a lot of shame and anxiety? Yeah, when you, when you were growing up around sex? Yeah, there's a lot of shame. I think also sort of being drilled into my head, you know, don't have sex before marriage. Um, I think once I tried to bring a girl over and I got told off sort of thing for having her in my room when I was like 18. Uh, hmm. Trying to do that game thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I got told off for that. So there was a little bit of, bit of guilt, bit of shame. Traditional family um, is how I've been brought up as well. Never had sort of, you know, I've always spoken about money and wealth with my parents, but the the topic of sex has always been very awkward for me with them. So that's also in turn sort of made it a little bit awkward for me to to deal with it at the time, just because I never had that education or ever spoke, spoke about it, even with my dad or anyone else sort of in my family. Yeah. Hundred hundred percent. And that's a lot of guys that I actually talk to going, they're being brought up and they go, They don't have someone to talk to. They've never had a sexual education. Their only sexual education is porn. And then if they're watching porn, what's going to happen? It's actually going to really destroy a lot of their ways that they see women. Um, and then it's going to fuck up their erections and then make them more nervous in the bedroom because then they think they have to have a big black cock and, and fuck her like um Godzilla or the big fucking big big Viking Pierre who just like is on the ship drinking beer and going, it's like, dude, sometimes it's like, it's, it's, it's definitely not that at all. And just the misconceptions, it's just the misconceptions about how we're brought up, society puts on us. And then also just like the porn and then also masturbation habits. It's, it's a myriad of so many things, so many things. Well, in saying all that, so you started getting over your premature ejaculation and then you started to relax more in the bedroom and you could start control that, control that a lot more. Correct. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think just touching on the porn, like I've always really struggled with porn addiction. Um, that's probably been one of the biggest challenges I've had to overcome. But one of the big shifts I did make sort of um, just while I was battling that because I was thinking, well, you know, I've got this, you know, sort of addicted to porn. I'm going to get rid of it. But hey, why not sort of set myself an easy rule, an easy task while I'm doing this is that if I watch porn... I have to at least sort of think about my arousal levels, think about more inside my body and then I'm not allowed to come for at least 30 minutes. So at least I'm changing some of those habits and then sort of with that change, it also helped then me focus more on myself and then I wasn't focusing as much on the porn as well. And I found that that was a big shift for me just because I was sort of stuck in a bit of that cycle and I've just been so addicted and ingrained to watching porn since I was probably about 11 years old. I was... Started early, yeah. Well, because I've always been really computer savvy, so mate, I was on dial-up internet <laughs> as, a, as a kid, 
getting the images to slowly download. So, <laughs> not normally you hear about like middle-aged dudes with download inter- with dial-up internet doing that, but I was pretty tech savvy and yeah. So for me, it's sort of th- that's where I've had a lot of challenges as well. But yeah, your parents yelling out, "Why? Why is it dialing up at one in the morning?" <laughs> They're like, "Why is the phone not working?" I remember that dial-up. It's like do 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 do. Like yeah, and then and then because we had a business as well, we got ISDN, which was twice the speed of dial-up. <laughs> so I, I could load the photos twice as fast, so I could jerk off tw- two times faster. <laughs> yeah, instead of four hundred tabs, you could only have two tabs back then because it wasn't worth it having more than one tab open. But that's the that's the worst part in that respect. It's it's there's so much. It's, you can just like it, you can go on your iPhone now and just click onto and write big titties, and you you're set for fucking your life. That's it with porn. So it is like it has, as as I said, it has those drawbacks and benefits about everything. But that definitely, in regards to having so much access to it so easily, it has definitely deteriorated. Also, that's why I did a, a podcast. Go check it out on No Fap Is Crap, talking about the um, um, how No Fap is crap and just really breaking it down. Like it's great in the respect that it gets you motivated to go out. But then also some guys just what they get motivated to go they get motivated to it it gets people motivated to go out but then it also talks about not jerking off which as i said, just go listen to the podcast it's going to be so much easier to do that but it's great that you actually got off porn because remember our buddy who was on porn fuck a lot mr s yeah 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 i remember he's pretty full on i think yeah. I think what was his record like twelve times in one day or something? Yeah, and just and just keep going like re- religiously. It's insane, but in saying all that, man, as well with with yourself, what what has been some big changes in your own sex life since it all began? Like you can relax more, but like what's some more specific things that you're seeing like these days? Well, I sort of know what to do now. As much as it, a lot of people they hold in your ego, sort of saying. Oh yeah, I, kn- I know what to do. I can give a girl the best experience, all that sort of thing. But really, I, I had no idea. I like, I didn't know where to start, what to do. Uh, a lot of times, now, as much as you go with the flow and sort of, yeah, feel how your two energies work, it, it's good just to have, just sort of those different ideas and techniques and just different things that you can sort of bring out. It's almost like it's in your tool toolkit, and then you can go, okay, in this situation, the girl's reacting this way, and then just based on how she's reacting you can be like all right maybe i might slow down now and you know play with this area of her body or you know she she seems a little bit tense there i might give her a bit of a massage a lot of my seduction now as well is just just through massage just massaging girls because I've, I've always been told that i'm naturally really good at, with massage ability and i, I can no, see andy pissing himself <laughs> laughing just <laughs> just because he's seen it in action before <laughs> where it started from here i'll give you a neck massage to <laughs> this guy is the assassin you, you gotta he looks like the cheshire cat but he's a fucking assassin all of a sudden yeah continue mate i'm gonna i'm gonna roll you on this one <laughs> yeah so it, it, it basically starts with oh, i'll just give you a bit of a massage and stuff and then before you know it some, somehow all the clothes will come off and, and turn, turns to a bit of a boob massage and she gets really aroused the pussy massage and before you know it, it it's all over so but at the same time the girl's having an awesome experience and she's you know really enjoying it because not many guys sort of bring them through that whole thing and just relax them so much for all you marketers out there and business owners and copywriters three easy steps from massaged to naked you know <laughs> like that's lawrence's that'd be lawrence's um e-guide e so 
it's um pretty uh <laughs> it's pretty crazy but it's insane what he'd be at like the parties that um i ran back in the day like the sex parties which was insane like we would be setting up and then all of a sudden he'd be um he'd be the first one naked and with the chicks and you're like what the fuck is going on? He's like, oh, do you want you look? Hey, I'll show you around the rooms and I'll show you the house and give you a bit of a neck massage. And he's up there using toys, and the girls are like, "How did this happen?" And I'm like, "How did this happen?" And then he breaks down his whole little massage thing. But yes, massage is such a powerful tool in that respect to really, really um, get a woman turned on and lubed up and ready and wet. And as we say, we never take a woman's panties off until they're so wet that they stick to the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. So the way I say it is just. You know, you learn all these different things um, and you also learn how to apply them and sort of when would be the best situation, what sort of girls respond better to different things. So, And also I think the communication that I learned is really key just on that. I used to be really, really silent in the bedroom, never used to say anything. Yeah, how, how come? To- how come you didn't speak in the bedroom? Because like, a lot of guys go through this as well. As weird as it sounds... I always used to watch porn with no sound on and I think that's sort of what just on the subconscious level taught me not to make any noise or say anything or be able to and I think also just sort of shame and never really been freely able to talk about sort of sex and sexuality Mm. with anyone Um, that always sort of kept me a bit quiet and then I always had a little bit of that fear of bringing it up with girls as well Mm. yeah for sure that's that's interesting you're saying that because it's like it's it's such a big thing for guys in the respect of like them not being able to talk about it, be able to express it and say what they want. And then yeah, it, I've never like when when you said that, that's that's interesting. You said that being listening to it on quiet, so it's like you're you're a pretty fun fun dude. Just talk talk. You don't know, shut the fuck up and so neither do I. So it's great we're on this just going back and forth. But it's it's like then it's so strange. A lot of other guys who we know who are really just talkative and they just express themselves a lot. Then all of a sudden, when it comes to the bedroom, they just look at the chick like a blank, like a blank fish. I go, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, exactly. That's like I, I, I could talk a year off. I, I could talk for days. Like some people, <laughs> man, mate, I'll, I'll talk their head off. And then as soon as the girl gets naked and is in the bedroom, I'm like, and just nothing comes out. It's just, it's just so. But um, one of the things that did help me get past them is just. I think the last retreat that I went to that you ran that um, I got really got involved in was just those different exercises of just sort of roaring and yelling out and sort of just really, you know, I'd always thought it was sort of weird to make noises when I had sex and stuff. And then the first couple of times I did, I still found it was weird. Maybe still found it was weird a couple more times after that. But then after a while, I'm like, I don't know, this kind of feels a bit natural. And then sort of got out of my head with it. So... I just, I just make whatever noises I feel like making. Like even it, it, it sort of translates to a whole lot of different things. So like today I had a sauna and then I jumped in cold showers. I was just yelling and making um, ape noises while I was in the shower. But it, it sort of translates. It's like if you're going to live this, like live it in all areas of your life as well. Mm. You, yeah. you hold yourself back sort of anywhere, then you're going to hold yourself back here as well. Yeah, noise allows you just to be free. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Because if you're stuck in your head, like if you're not making noise, you're stuck in your head. You're like, what? What does? Uh, what happens if I make this noise and she looks at me weird? It's like, but what happens if you're in bed and you're like you're doing you're doing your nine yards and giving her the, giving her the the giving her the experience, and then she's just laying there and not saying anything. It's like it's the same shit. Yeah, and yeah, uh, some of the best sex I've had with girls are ones that make a lot of noise and move around and 
do a whole heap of things and the ones that have had the worst sex and the ones that sort of just sit there quietly and just lay like a dead fish it's like well you're gonna lay there like a dead fish i might as well just get a one of those fuck dolls on line or whatever and just or blo- blob dolls that i know you you back in the day used to like to troll people and bring it to their birthday parties <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's that, that was i remember i rocked up um i remember i rocked up at a few um, birthday parties like holding my one of my girlfriend oh, i had a few girlfriends i did this with i'd hold my girlfriend's hand and then i'd i'd, I'd blob a sex doll and i'd walk in with a sex doll in one hand and, and my girlfriend on the other hand some of my girlfriends like kind of put up with it but some the one was really pissed off and like walking in the sex like in a party yeah like i was having a threesome i was just like and then i give it to the f- kid who's it was 18th 18th year old birthday the mum and the family were not impressed i tell you that much that's happened too many times like <laughs> so yeah if it's your birthday coming up soon um yeah you do not want me you do not you do not want me coming when your whole family's there when i rock up with a sex doll um and just give it to you in front of everyone Ah, uh, so yeah, that's 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 some crazy shit. Um, yeah, so to basically take away from that thing is don't don't be the Ken doll, <laughs> don't don't be the male version. Yeah, what what I want to bring up as well, since we talked about this at the start, it's like don't have sex when you're happy, and it goes into like just sitting there in all different emotions. Because think about this: when you're with a woman, when you're with a woman and you got her, and you're like going, oh, I've got to. I gotta not make any noise. It's like, what happens if she's there not making any noise? It's like you want to have an experience where you're making noise and she's making noise. It gets you out of your head and you get to connect a lot deeper. But I want you to talk about this a little bit, and then we can talk about more experiences that you've had um, at the uh, SQR retreat. It'd be really good to get your perspective of what what you went through as well with that. Um, but what I want to talk about is what like a lot of guys are trying to have sex when they're just happy. It's like, I'm just trying to have sex when you're happy. I'm like, don't have sex when you're happy. Like, don't have sex when you're happy because what you want to, like, not just when you're happy. It's like, you can have it when you're sad. You can have it when you're, like, a little bit um, down. You can have it when you're just a little bit emotional. Have it in different emotions so then you can feel different things and you're going to have different sexual connections with women. And this is going to allow you to have more deeper emotions with another human being. And then when you can do this, what will happen? It will give her a feeling of, being so much more connected to you and then you can have more deep enriching sex instead of just like oh, I only have sex when I'm happy I go fuck that have sex when you're like all different this ray of emotions which will allow you to actually tap into different aspects of yourself and then this connection that you'll build will be such a strong um, you, um, foundation for so many other things in your life yeah I actually kind of learnt that from just this amazing woman that I was with and at, at the time I thought not too much of it, but now sort of, well, at the time I didn't really know what was going on or whatever, but for whatever reason, she just got me really pissed off. Oh, when you're angry, have sex when you're angry. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But yeah. So basically she, she, she was saying all this stuff and I just got, I just got annoyed. I was about to just walk out and just be like, fuck you, go away. But, um, then she's like, no, no, come back. I'm like, what? And then before I knew it in, in my room, she had like shit to tie her up. She was add like the whips out my bloody my flogger all this different stuff and she's like fuck me i'm like i'm fucking pissed off all right here put this blindfold on and sort of went to town but it was just yeah and that sort of different emotional state she's like fuck that was awesome i was like fuck i was just pissed off (laughs) so just it's just sort of weird just sometimes just being in those different emotional states just the different sort of experiences and stuff that you can make like obviously i still had a very deep love for her and it wasn't doing anything malice or anything like that i was just 
in a bit of a different emotional state while I was having sex and she just liked the, maybe the variety or just me stepping up a little bit more and just sort of being down the line and just because she that's what she enjoyed and it was pretty much you know what what she wanted at the time and it, it was a really awesome experience try this experience as well what you can do is have sex if you're crying oh my god like if you're both a little bit upset and then like you just maybe like something just emotionally happened you might not feel in the mood but if you do like you can actually bring it on and what you can do is when you're having sex in this state it's going to allow you to just like really relish and enjoy this moment and then what you can do you can feel the depth and um the the depth behind this it's it's like this strange thing like you might be having sex when you're a little bit upset and you might be crying about something and then you can just hold each other and hug and then it leads you to this like really really insane beautiful moment and it could be really rough and rugged or just like deep and intimate it's really up to you but start trying and having sex in different emotional states and you're going to see how much how much difference going to be for you and your partner and as you said it might be a bit angry it might be pissed off but test it out let me know how you go yeah definitely like uh, even especially the sort of crying one i know that you know sometimes had those heart chats with a girl that you love and then sort of both ended up in tears but then afterwards just had the most amazing sex together and just solidified that relationship and brought us really really close yeah 100 percent. well let's let's change up a gear for a bit do you want to talk about like some experiences that you've actually seen because you've you've been there since day one like what are the big things like the transformations you've seen from the guys at sql and just the guys who go through this man i'd love to get your opinion and perspective to be honest i've seen some guys that you've brought in and i thought mate how can you help this person sometimes like not not in a bad sort of defeatist way i'm just looking like fuck this person's got a long way to go this is going to take like at least you know a year's worth of work for them to get to get progress because i know even just with myself like some things took me quite quite a while and then just seeing especially because you've gained so much experience you've learned from like so many people just being able to break down things for people and just seeing the transformations happen in a weekend rather than things i thought would have taken six months all of those things just sort of blew my mind. And I think sometimes it's even blown your mind when we've spoken late and you're like, man, I've got this client and I know it's going to be a tough battle, but, you know, I'm going to push through it. And then you Never come give back to up. Me. Never give up. <laughs> yeah, and then you come to me and it's like, fuck, I, I thought this guy was going to get, get to this level, but, mate, I'm, I don't know what to say. He's He's gone above and beyond. He's gone here. I never would have expected it from him. So it's just like, I, I think it, it's... 100% you, but also when you get these guys in and they're really giving their 100%, like they start to start, they're a little bit shy, they're a little bit timid, and then you sort of get them motivated. And then as soon as they get on there and they're ready to give them their, their all and they're saying, I'm going to do anything, as soon as I can feel them that they've got that mentality behind, like, I'm going to do anything to get this sorted, that's when the results come really, really quick. And that's the people I usually work with. It's like, if you're listening to this and you're like, yo, I want to like take shit to the next level, that's why we're here. But at the same time, go, there's tons and tons of stuff to listen to on the podcast and you can just like learn so much. We're getting guys saying that they've had the best experiences just from listening to the podcast alone, which is insane. But if you're like, I want to take it to that next level, reach out, as I said, at the website or just um, hit me up on Facebook, whatever it may be. But at the same time, only hit me up if you're 100% committed and ready because that's what I did. I got all my money invested into um, to mentors. 
mentors, 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 and resources, mentors, resources, mentors, resources. And I just like, like remember that time, like last year, I got, I pretty got pretty much no money. And this was a long time ago, but at the same time, I was like in debt, had no money because I kept investing in mentors and people to learn all about this stuff. And I just wanted to like keep learning. Like this year, I'll be attending, I think, six or seven sexuality events. And it's just insane that I keep um, investing to up my skill to teach you. And so, it, this is what actually gets me going. It's like, it's got to a point now, like the movement is going absolutely exceptionally well and things are going and, and I couldn't, I couldn't have dreamed to where I would be today. I knew I would be here, but I didn't know how soon, but it's, it's just crazy to see the transformation that the men do get because the ones who get the most results are the ones who go all in and all out. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm investing psychologically, mentally, physically, um, financially. I'm just all in. And if you're not uh, willing to do that, it doesn't matter what you're going to do in life. And I saw that's why Lusty did so well with everything because he was scared. He cried. He broke down. He was nervous. He had so much. He had so much against him. He had so much against him. But he like the thing is, he's even short. What are you five foot? Uh, five foot five. What's that? Five. That's a hundred. That's a hundred and. 70 no no 167 centimeters like he has he had like all this like challenge he just goes fuck it i'm gonna do whatever it is and that's when he did and then some of the experiences he's had of like coming to the events with me having like um multiple group things um going out there having like loving girlfriends things like this having like really great relationships as well and not to mention just like just like insane stories if you want to drop a few stories about like basically it's it's just for me it blows, blows my mind about like you've come from such a place where it's like it was not meant your 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 cards on the table were not meant to go you know what i'm going to have these great sexual experiences and, and live the life like not damn belzerian but live a life like pretty 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 close in in a way that you go i get to have sex with women who i want to have sex with you get to have you had sex with that model which you never thought you'd have sex with that model or no what was it it was a yes fitness model a fitness model and then all these experiences like that losing a lot of weight as well and then i know you put on a little bit of weight now but a bit back on but you lost a ton of weight and you it's just as i said when when i that's what i saw with him and even even lusty back in the day um, even as a good mate, I'm like, yo, you're going to, you're going to pay for this because, because if you don't pay, you don't pay attention. So even like he even invested in himself in doing this, even though we were mates, because I'm like, dude, if you don't, you're going to take this seriously. Like you got to invest on all areas of life. And that's why I really go lusty. Let's make this really happen. He goes, yeah, dude, I'm down. I'll do what it takes. And that's what his attitude was. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, you know, some, I sort of go by the thing of like, um, you know, money talks and bullshit walks. If if I didn't put money down in his courses as much as we're mates and stuff, and you know, I know that, you know, Andy would have given it to me and said, "Don't worry about paying." But I was like, "Nah, man, I don't need to pay you for this because you can give me a whole heap of value." And also, I know that just psychologically, I'll value what you're saying a lot more. So by making that investment, it actually helped me be able to really take on board everything seriously and really go through your course seriously and put it into action mm. yeah 100 percent. and it was great to see you do that and 
yeah, what what has it been like since, since all this, man? Because remember, like, getting back into it, like, you're like, nah, I'm not going to try any of this other other stuff in the bedroom. Like, what what are some crazy experiences that you had that you never thought would be possible, the ones I'm talking about? Yeah, well, I, I remember a, a while ago, you showed me, like, your first sex toy or something, and then you told me, you know, how you were spanking some girl or something like that. I was like, man, that, that's a bit weird. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, that, I, I, I don't hit women, man. It's, it's sort of that mentality, but then sort of just talking to the girls and stuff, a lot of times it's, it's not like you're hitting them. You're actually just giving them an experience. It's like a euphoric experience that they really, really like. And so it's gone basically to the point where I've even had just random girls I've met sort of at one of your parties there, put them on a St. Andrew's cross and just sort of bring them through that whole whole experience and they're like oh my god that's amazing and i even had one hit me up and say can you do that to me like another time just just me and you and give me like a whole run through experience so remember doing that but yeah so slowly been buying up a couple more sex toys and different things just to use and they're just a bit of fun at the end of the day they're just you know just tools on the tool belt i guess just to increase the amount of experiences and different things that i can do yeah, I remember at the at the parties that uh, were running like the sex party. Like he was there, like showing all these all these women these insane times, and they they're like, I remember he had what was it maybe like 15, 15, 20 people. How, I don't know how many people at the time were just like around you watching you do your magic, and everyone's like, well, you're you're the you're the flog master, and then like thing like this flog. If you don't know what that means, you just had like a implement that looks like a whip, and then he was just doing like some some basic routines and like giving like getting a woman to be relaxed, giving her a massage, and doing this. But the thing is, when people start doing this sometimes just on like more of a kink bdsm note what happens people start to just like use this like toy and they just like kind of like spinning it opposed to actually connecting with the hurt person in front of them and and in all this stuff is just an extension of who you are and you get to connect deeply with the person in front of you yeah exactly like what i was doing was very very basic like i've seen you go above and beyond um yeah, what I was doing, I was just, I literally just stuck to the fundamentals of just that connection, just very basic, just a lot of massage, a lot of connecting, checking in with the girl and just sort of just holding my space and I had a bit of an audience and everyone's like, oh my God, this guy's amazing and I'm just there thinking in my head, I'm not amazing, I'm just, I'm just doing just the very basics, I'm just really enjoying it and I'm just having fun and I'm having this experience with this girl and what I thought the funniest was, was we were upstairs and it was sort of we had the windows open and there was um, a couple on the balcony sort of two doors down that could see in and they saw me doing this and they saw these people watching. <laughs> I, I, I thought they were going to call the cops or something like that but they ended up fucking in their bedroom instead so... Oh yeah, we I, saw I, I, yeah. So we ended up spreading spreading the love energy around the whole neighbourhood. Uh, yeah, I remember we had this like massive... This this house that we're doing things in, like this we're running the, the parties from then yeah, they were watching and then they went upstairs and, and went for it and then Lusty's like, oh dude, they, they saw me do it and I thought I was going to get in trouble but then all of a sudden they, they got so turned on so you never know who's watching and who's into what so it's all a it's a massive jungle out there with all this craziness but i just want to say it's like the the lifestyle of like all this nuts like i remember last year back in the day we were like with girls together um with um he brought a girl to my house like all these experience like it's like what the fuck like in, in st kilda because in melbourne we had this massive house like holy moly it's just it never ended it's just it felt like like we're still we can still do whatever the fuck we want and we always talk about this but we're just like different priorities now in a lot of ways like i'm really focusing on getting the sql movement to the world and lust is really focusing on building his business up now like from building up um harem's a pussy it's too more like how can we build up uh, what we're doing and 
be service, be of service to the world in different ways now. But we still love women. Don't get me wrong. We still enjoy our endeavors. Yeah, exactly. And sort of what I've just been looking at lately is just sort of yeah, you got your health, your wealth, and your relationships. So sort of just balancing up those three areas it's like you know this year i know that i'm going to really crush on business because i'm really focused i've got myself a business mentor uh even though i mentor businesses myself um i don't think that doesn't really really matter it's always have mentors and have people pushing you and helping you improve uh, along with that integrating just getting really on point with my health um i know andy mentioned that i put on a little bit of weight i'm going to lose all that uh plus more and you know, hit, hit hit the gym hard and hit all those challenges and then just with relationships it's Sort of, yeah. Still, still looking to a few things. I'm still going to, I'm going to ignite in Sydney. So, still always learning and always leveling up. Because as as much as you do something, there's always more to learn. So, you, you never, ha- you never have it. It's always there's more to learn. There's more to do. And if you're not growing, you're basically dying. So, always be growing. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane that you've always like taken that on board of like you're just never going to stop growing and you're always going to have that mindset of just like keep learning more and more. You're going to come to yeah, ignite. At, um, Sydney at the end of the year. You're also I know you're coming to mastery, so you're just going all out again. And so it's insane just to see um him over year and year again coming. And anyone who's um come to SQL events, it's like if you if you've come. If you've come once, it's like, yo, we, we work out something where you can just keep consistently coming in the future to keep like sharpening the sword because that's what it's about and it's just a beautiful experience like that. But I just want to give you, for the last bit, I want you to give a bit of a wrap to anyone who's listening to this. Just like, what what would you your be some words if like they feel a bit defeated um, about like, about defeated about their sexuality that they think there's nowhere to turn to, that there's, that's what, there's nothing to do, man. What would you say to these guys? Like, you can really give them a heartfelt message. Um, don't stop trying. Just, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Some people's tunnels are really long, but hey, we're, we're all different. If you want to get out, just keep, keep pushing. Uh, I think the big thing is, you know, keep pushing, analyze, be real with yourself see what's working, see what's not working, find people who have been in this, who have done this, who can guide you. And, you know, if you do something and it doesn't work, there's a hundred other things out there to try. So just keep trying. Don't just do one thing and give up. Yeah, what was... Yeah, I was going to ask you this. Like, I just want you to give the people here a bit of a perspective about about myself. As much as they listen to the podcast, what what is it really like doing doing work with me because when we're like doing work and we're like hey we're gonna really crank out some sexuality stuff it's i know it's not easy yeah sometimes you're going to look at andy and just be like i fucking hate you (laughs) it's like fuck get the fuck out of my face and leave me the fuck alone let me go back to my comfort spot but yeah it's just sort of yeah but what i love about him as much as he breaks people down i've seen him like really break people down to the point of tears he never leaves you on the floor or yeah, just leaves you there. It's like, hey, I've broken you down now. Now we're going to build you up, and he really builds you up. Yeah, so I'm going to fuck you up. That's that's the only reason I'm here. I'm going to fuck you, and I'm going to fuck you up. But um, you know, the thing is, this isn't some woo-woo tantra, just connect your, like, 
disconnect to the source of the divine spirit. Like, fuck that. Here's some real shit that actually works if you do it. And that's what you hear from this. Here's some real advice that works. Here's some stuff that you go out and apply in the, the real world. And what you're going to do is you're going to have the best sex you've ever had in your life. And you're going to have the best sex. She's going to have the best sex. And she's going to be like, I can't wait to see you again. And you get messages from women of like saying, best sex, like incredible experience, all that shit. Yeah, and then I would say, hey... Do you want to tell my mentor? And sometimes I even get them. I, I call you while I'm there, just finished having sex with them. They're like, "Thank you, Andrew, for teaching Lawrence how to fuck me." Yeah, so it's crazy shit like that. Consistently, it's funny when you get like these guys. I remember this guy getting his girlfriend and go, "Hey, Andrew, thank you for teaching X." Like it's just that's how I get my rocks off. I get you to send. So if you have a girl and you've done, you've fucked her really well and you've been listening to the podcast and you got some good experience, hey, send me a message from your girl. It's always. It's always an interesting time when I get those messages from your girlfriend or a girl who you had sex with. It's 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 really great. But yeah, on that note, man, we've um we're pretty much gonna wrap up in a second. Is there any parting words that you wanna give to the guys? Um, no, I think we've pretty much said everything that I've had to say. Just yeah, I I reckon keep listening to the podcast and you know, come see Andrew if you want to get things happening faster. Mm. Well, Lusty, probably do another one because in the future, because this was really good. It's just really cruisy, really just easy. And as I said, it's really great to hear that um, how far Lusty has been, has taken this. He has gone from the, he has gone from basically nothing to where he is today and he just doesn't stop growing and pushing himself. I think this morning he got up again and he did his morning rituals of like doing affirmations, doing some sit-ups on the beach and doing some squats. So it is insane to see how much that he, like those little chipping away moments are going to really pay off dividends in the future. And then like also like him, like having like these experiences of him like going, dude, thank you so much, man. I love you. And vice versa. I say the same to him when... Um, he's helped me <coughs> grow the movement of SQL. He's um very much a part of the family, and then also when he when he is at the retreats and at the events, he he's just like an one of the other dudes. I don't give him any special treatment at all. I probably go a little bit harder on him <laughs> just because I know him, but at the same time, I go harder on everyone just because I want people to get results. But yeah, hundred percent, and yeah, like I'm going to keep going to you know your retreats because I know that even just in your development I've seen from sort of day one to, you know, when you ran, I think it was fuck machine back in the day to then a one day course. Yeah. yeah. One day course. And then I remember doing a two day thing as you were starting to get this thing off the road. And then, you know, the last one that I went to was just fuck. It was like the next level. And I can just see your improvement because you're constantly investing in yourself. You're constantly learning as well. So it's just an ongoing thing. It's like, you're just growing at such a rapid rate as well. So that's why I'm just like, hey, I don't care. I'm going to keep investing, keep going to these courses because I know I'm just going to learn so much. And it, it also just helps me because, you know, you have to take in so much sometimes. Like you take awesome notes and everything, but then just sort of going and living through it again, it's just like, oof, pushes you to the next level. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be nuts, man. going to be nuts. So, yeah, as I said, we've got a lot of stuff going on. But Lusty, my man, thank you so much for being here. Um, it's been absolutely a pleasure. And as I said, guys... If you do want to get in contact with Lusty and ask him more about his experience, make sure you reach out to me wherever you do, whatever platform that is, and I can get you in contact with him and you can have a bit of a chat more in depth about his life because, as I said, if he can do it really, as I said, you can do it as well. He had all the odds against him and he made it work. So it's like so So thank you so much for being here and opening up so freely about um, the experiences that you've had with all this as well. 
Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on here and being able to share my story because, you know, definitely you've helped me so much and I really can see that a lot of guys need this and if they want to have a chat to me, I'm more than happy to to talk to you. Uh, Andy will get you in contact with me. So happy to have a chat and, you know, if you want to ask me deeper questions about my journey or my real struggles and all that sort of thing because you're not alone. You're not the only one out there who's had these struggles before um yeah they're just challenges you're not broken everything you know you can overcome these so i'm happy to have a chat with anyone who needs to out there awesome so that with that all being said make sure you if you like this um episode make sure you send it to a friend family listen to it in the car on the way to work with your fiance or listen to it in the car with your mum say shut up mum we're not listening to the radio anymore we're listening to the sql podcast so then you can have a great sex life and so can your mum anyway with that all being said <laughs> i just see lusty just laughing in the background here going you're one fucked motherfucker which i am and we all know that but that all being said as i said you can go check out sexualquantumleap.com and if you want anything else answer or if you want some podcasts made on a specific topic that you would like covered please um reach out and let us know because i would love to make a podcast for you and support your sexual journey so you can have the best sex um you've ever had so be the best you ever had inside and outside the bedroom and that is exactly why we are here so thanks again and looking forward to seeing you on the next episode but it has been a pleasure as always and lusty burger it's an inside joke why we call him Lusty Burger, but thank you again, and I'm looking forward to speaking to you soon. Who knows when it will be, but we will get you on here definitely again. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you, and I'll speak to you soon.